Growing up, my Valentine's Day mornings were like Christmases. I didn't wake up to presents or the smell of gingerbread. I woke up to a year-long hunt for heart-shaped stickers. The first one was usually on the bathroom mirror, the next placed precariously around my toothbrush. I'd find them on the back of the remote as I went to turn on my morning show on the loaf of bread for breakfast. Before I was out the door, I'd find one inside my winter boot, another wrapped around the uh, zipper pull on my coat. Then at school, I'd find one in my notebook, inside my lunchbox, on the bottom of my book bag. And the hunt didn't end that day. Throughout the year, my mother and I would find these heart-shaped stickers in less day-to-day places. On the stand mixer in the cupboard, inside the file cabinet, on the back of the VCR. So the spirit of Valentine's Day, the excitement of love, spread throughout the year. Both in the hunt to find these stickers and in the daily interaction with these little bits of love. It was as if these stickers said, love is here, and here, and here, and there, and here. There was no question that that house was filled with love. Those stickers were a constant reminder of that. Imagine. Imagine if standing on the side of love was as easy as finding a cause to put your sticker on. As easy as sending your card, taking a stand, calling yourself a supporter of marginalized communities, an ally. But is anything really that easy? To me, the very idea of choosing a side of love to stand on forces the question, if love is here, what is there? I took a world religions class last semester. For one of our classes, a Muslim woman was invited to come speak with us. She came in filled with energy, proud to speak on behalf of her faith. And as we were conversing with her, I could feel the room heavy as we were waiting for one question to be posed. How does Islam view gay rights? The question finally came, and it was cloaked in other words, but we all knew what our classmate was asking. And so did our Muslim guest. And our guest's answer did not surprise us. In her interpretation of Islam, there was a right to be gay, but not to act on it. Now, Andover Newton, where I am enrolled as a seminarian, is an open and affirming seminary, meaning we actively support those who identify as gay, lesbian, queer, bisexual, transgender. So our Muslim guest comments didn't fit with any of our theologies. So we asked for clarification, we asked for rationalization, we told her a little bit about our theologies, and we asked about love. And as these questions poured out of our mouths, I saw our once bubbly Muslim guest shrink under the pressure of our questions. It became clear that I, as a member of this class, was not showing love toward our Muslim guest. And I wasn't showing love towards our gay classmate, who sat next to me fighting back tears as she heard over and over a rationalization identical to the one she'd heard growing up in the rural South. There were certainly sides in that room, but none of them was a loving side. We weren't acting as if God were there. There was no love in that room. I've gone back to that classroom 
in my mind many times over the past few months, thinking what I could have done to create a seat for love. At times, I've felt guilty for not supporting my gay classmates more. I've realized that those of us asking the questions about the right to be gay didn't identify as gay ourselves. Asking our Muslim guest to repeat her rationalization for homophobia over and over broke the spirit of some of our gay classmates. At other times, I felt we sacrificed a relationship with our Muslim guest. We let one issue rule out the possibility of interfaith dialogue. And as I've thought about this situation more and more, my understanding of what it means to stand on the side of love has changed. Before, I thought it was about taking a stand, sticking to it, putting your sticker on an issue, if you will, advocating for the voiceless, standing with the marginalized. But now I see I was missing a key part of standing with love. If we put ourselves here with love, who is there? I've realized that I used to see them there standing with hate. It's not enough to stand on the side of love. We must act like we are standing with love. It's in our best interests to act as if God were there. It's in our best interests to act as if love were there. It's in our best interests to act as if we are standing with love. In that torn classroom, to act as if I was with love, I needed to pull back that which might damage my relationship with our Muslim guest. I've heard similar sentiments voiced by many from this congregation who've traveled to Transylvania to visit our partners there. In order to build strong relationships with our partners, they felt they had to hide their support for gay rights, and in some cases they had to hide their gay identities. But the stronger these relationships became with our partners, the more some individuals felt comfortable coming out as either gay or a supporter of gay rights. And what came of that coming out was not a break in relationship, but a deepening of relationship. What of yourself are you willing to put aside here in order to love whoever is there? If we can extend love beyond the side we stand on, we might begin to see love all around. Not a presence of love here and an absence there, but a circle of love which encloses us all. Edwin Markham's short poem expresses this sentiment well, I think. He writes, He drew a circle that shut me out. Heretic, a rebel, a thing to flout, But love and I had the wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. What if our circle of love could grow to include our anonymous enemy? Take the Westboro Baptist Church, an unaffiliated Christian group who frequently pickets the funerals of soldiers and also in communities that actively support gay rights. What would it be like to include the Westboro Baptist Church in our circle of love. Is it even possible? Personally, I'm not there yet. I'll admit that the circle I've drawn is not yet strong enough to hold the Westboro Baptist Church and all they bring, their signs, their language. But I'll accept the challenge, the challenge to draw my circle of love wider,
wide enough to one day include the Westboro Baptist Church. When I'm looking to push my love beyond my comfort zone, I often gain inspiration from the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. In his speech delivered to the Southern Christian Leadership Conference in 1967, he said, Darkness cannot put out darkness. Only light can do that. I have seen too much hate. I have seen too much hate on the faces of sheriffs in the South. I've seen too much hate on the faces of Klansmen and white citizens counselors in the South to want to hate myself. Because every time I see it, I know that it does something to their faces and their personalities, and I say to myself that hate is too great a burden to share. Bear. I have decided to love more. All this is not to say that standing on the side of love is not a worthy action. We must stand with love wherever we see it. And in this place of standing with love, we must love without discrimination. What do we do with the Westboro Baptist Church? We might start by bringing the presence of love to their rallies. A few years ago, the Westboro Baptist Church came to my hometown just next door in Lexington to picket our strong, active gay-straight alliance at the high school. Town members got news of this and decided to create a human wall right between the si- on the sidewalk between where the Westboro Baptist Church would protest and the exit to the high school. They called this a wall of loving kindness. And they stood shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand, in silence, facing the Westboro Baptist Church and their anti-gay signs. Then, when the students started to leave for the day, they turned around to face the students, blocking the Westboro Baptist Church's protest from view of those students who would be negatively affected. Imagine standing in that middle, between the Westboro Baptist Church and these young students. How vulnerable that wall must have been. And yet how love-filled. To stand with love, acting with all the love they could offer. Those in that wall, I believe, were acting as if love were there. As if God were there. A challenge for all of us. Let love be what we do. When we admit that we have done wrong when we covenant to build community, when we resist the urge to take a side, when we bring love where we do not see it, when we summon the courage to reside in the middle, let love be what we do. Go in peace, my friends.